Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact that they were meant to make. Oh, I really like the title of this one, The Crack Attack. Oh yeah, before I do that, let's go into a Funny Papers edition. So between cleaning, I have mentioned that I like to do some fun if we have some extra time. And so a few weeks back, the summer's winding down in September, kids are back at school, we're working on a Saturday, had a couple hours in between, I'm like, Kenny, you want to go over to the chip and putt? Yeah, let's go, Dad. So we didn't have any clubs with us. We had to use their clubs. And there's a little nine hole. If you guys know anything about golf, this is really short holes. I mean, they're 100 yards. I think the longest hole is like 120 maybe. And most of them are like 70 to 100 yards. They're little chip shots. I did really good. I landed six out of nine greens and had three pars, I think. Maybe I had four pars. Did really good. I was so proud of myself. By the way, I don't know how I got pars because here's the part of the, that I think is funny. There's usually three levels of grass on any golf course, but especially a chip and putt, you've got the rough, you have the fairway, and you have the green. The rough is the long grass. It's harder to chip out of that. And then the fairway is a little bit shorter. It's got a little meat there, a little meat there in the grass. You can, you can get a nice lie with a chip, with a pitching wedge. You can get some air into the ball, and then there's the, the putting green, and that's very short grass. You can get your putter a flat club, and you can just putt the ball, and it rolls real nicely from where you land it to the hole. And if you do well, you can get it in the hole in one drop, one shot, but most of us take two or three, sometimes four, to make it in the hole. Okay, that's how it's supposed to go. This golf course was absolutely the other direction. Here's what I mean. The rough was the shortest grass on the course. The fairway was what probably is normal for a fairway, but the green was the rough. And how did I figure this out? We landed the first pitch on the green. I drive it high in the air, beautiful shot. Lands right on the green, 12 feet from the hole, not too bad. But I'm up there in the green like, Kenny, what's going on here? Why am I walking through a forest? It's a jungle. There's like bugs in here and there's like animals living in the grass. And where's the ball? I can't find my ball. It's on the green. That's because it's buried under seven inches of grass. Okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit. But this green had the longest grass I've ever attempted. And so the question was legit. I'm on the green in one. Normally I would putt for a birdie. But do I need to go grab my pitching wedge to chip it in for a birdie? Come on, I'm not that good at chipping. No, I don't know what to do. So I grab my putter and I'm like, okay, so there's a lot of grass here. What's my play? Okay, I'll hit much harder to see if I can break through the grass. So I hit it what I thought was harder. And you know what? It went about three feet because it had to get through all that grass. But I will say by the end of our nine holes, I had effectively learned how to putt. And if you hit it about eight times harder than usual, it'll go the right distance. So a little bit of adjustment was in need. So there you go. That was uh, chip and chip. In other words, it's supposed to be chip and putt, but this was chip and chip. Back to the crack attack. My friend Charlie Schofield from BQ Business Systems 
here locally serving the greater Philadelphia area, was sharing a 30-second commercial and introduction at a recent MCBA local networking group meeting. He said something so simple that I wrote it down and knew it would be a podcast. Here's what Charlie said. It rained a lot today. Have you had anyone come and check out your home for potential water getting into your basement? Water can crack the foundation, and that is a nasty problem to fix. So upon getting home, I did a quick Google search and found the answer I was looking for on another basement systems company blog. And I did provide the link to that company to give them credit. This is a great blog. Charlie, if you're listening, make sure to get a blog on your website. I want to promote your, your place twice. Anyway. Here's what the website said about water getting into the, into the basement and into the foundation. I didn't know about the basement cracking. That's very interesting. Here's what the website said. When water from rainstorms, melting snow, broken water lines, landscaping, and bedrock collects around the house, this exerts hydrostatic pressure against a home's foundation. The pressure can cause foundation walls to crack and bow, which can result in foundation leaks. I can totally see this happening. I'm a former engineer. I understand how some of this stuff works. The water collects underground against the basement foundation, which is concrete. The sitting water alone, wedged between the soil and concrete, creates the same type of pressure that allows power brakes to function. Hydrostatic pressure. This creates one method of compression on the foundation floor. The water also seeps into the basement walls and onto the floor. Concrete is rock. When it is wet through, it expands. This puts more compression force on the foundation floor. The combination of these compressive forces plus the ones that that website mentioned, melting snow, broken water lines, landscaping, bedrock collects, all that stuff. This combination of compressive forces causes the concrete floor, the foundation of this house to bow. And when it bows, it bends and it cracks, causing those leaks in the concrete over time. I hope that made any sense at all. Here's the simpler version. Water along the edge of your foundation or seeping through your walls is bad. You need a professional to proactively fix it before you crack your foundation. In other words, don't allow the crack attack to happen. I thought about this and wondered what the foundation and the water represented in our businesses. I have an answer to share, but I do recommend that you go back and listen to the episode introducing the C3 experience. In that episode, I thoroughly explain the need for a mission and vision statement for your company, along with core values. These collectively communicated and implemented in your company is the foundation. It is that strong concrete floor to build a massive house and business on. Then I consider the potential cracks and what could cause them. I'll use my own core values to show you. They are ownership, excellence, and safety. Now I'm going to share with you three things that crack that foundation. The first one is arrogance. Are you losing your desire to learn more, thus believing you're always right? This cracks away at all three of my core values, ownership, excellence, and safety. Don't get arrogant. You can always get better. You can always learn more. Arrogance can lead to some major devastation too. Oh, I got this. I can climb this ladder. No. Remember my funny papers, which wasn't that funny, called The Fall? where I was climbing 
the ladder. I did things arrogantly, not as safe as I should be, and I fell, thankfully, into a large bush. The second crack could be compromise. Are you cutting corners to get something done? This cracks away at excellence. It cracks away at safety in hopes of reaching more ownership. No, it doesn't work this way. You can't sacrifice one or more of your core values to obtain another. Rushing to get the work done takes ownership, sure, but it compromises safety and excellence as as an example. What do I mean by that? You're rushing to get the work done. Yeah, you're taking ownership. You got it done. Awesome. You checked off the box. You made more money per hour, but the problem is your excellence scorecard rating is a four and it needs to be an eight plus and I'm going to get complaints and I may have to fire you if you keep doing it, right? That's not good. What's the third crack? How about entitlement? Do you have the belief that you deserve something or are owed something? Are you grateful for the role that you have, for the job that you have, or for you cleaning business owners, for the business that that you have? Don't ever get entitlement. It's a crack in your foundation. This entitlement undermines and cracks ownership. And at its core tenet of taking full responsibility for your thoughts, actions, and results. And that's what I believe and preach ownership is. It's taking full responsibility, having maturity. This is something that I own. I'm going to take full responsibility for the thoughts I have about it, for the actions I take, the way I perform, and the results I get. The opposite of that is entitlement. It's not taking ownership. It's not having responsibility. It's blaming others. It's feeling like you're owed something. You know what? Lack of ownership. You may do great work. You may be safe, but if you have an entitlement mindset, it's a crack in the foundation. It hurts the culture, and I can't keep people in my company with these core values that act that way. Notice that these three crack attackers form the acronym ACE. Arrogance, Compromise, Entitlement. ACE. I believe the ACE you've been dealt is going to kill your business if you let it. Identify and remove these mindsets from your team whenever they arrive. We need to defend our foundation from the crack attack, just like Charlie's company does for basements. It's a proactive inspection strategy that I call your perimeter defense system, PDS. Do you have a way to score your core values across the team? In the book Traction, various tools are available to do so. I highly recommend that you check that out. I've only begun to use some of these tools, but I do have a scorecard, and like I've mentioned, it rates each core value of mine, which as I've mentioned, ownership, excellence, and safety. You'll know my core values as good as I do if you listen to this enough, right? But I have a way to rank and rate those core values from one to 10 for each team member. Scores over eight are desirable. Scores under eight are probationary and removed from the team as a cancer, if not improved, to an eight or above again within a month. So we can't have any team member underperforming in a core value. Why? It's a core value. It's foundational to our business functioning well. Therefore, we regularly assess this scorecard and proactively create training and strategy for any low scores to be improved. This is called leadership. It preserves a high standard at our company and protects our foundational core values and mission statement from crack attack. It's our perimeter defense system. 
If you don't implement a PDS into your foundation, cracks will come when you least expect them. And like Charlie said, that is a nasty problem to fix. Take leadership in your company. Proactively root the ace cards out of your deck of cards. Otherwise, companies will build something they believe is strong, but lack of leadership and complacency will allow the crack attack to happen. Do you like the direction I've been going lately with bringing up mission and vision and values and how important these are to building a proper foundation? What about this episode here, cracks, the ace, the arrogance, compromise, entitlement? Can you see how just those could absolutely crack the foundation? And I'm guessing whatever your core values are, I'm guessing those three are going to hurt any of your foundations. Are there other core values that you have? Are there other kind of ace cards or other crack attackers that you can think of? Hey, I'd love for you to email me, Ken at smartcleaningschool.com. Let me know if you come up with any others that I might want to add to the list. I'd be very interested. Maybe I'll do a second episode of this and, and share some of that. And as usual, if you have any interest in talking through core values or seeing if there's any cracks in your foundation, feel free to check out the free and the paid resources at the Smart Cleaning School website. And if you have any questions for me, book a free coaching call right there. Click the link. With that, have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.